Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Nicole Dreisky serves as your host for the Highway to Health Podcast. And in this episode, Nicole will be talking with Dr. C.K. Babcock, a leading doctor in the area of pharmacology and a professor at Marshall University. In a moment, Dr. Babcock and Nicole will be discussing how to deal with COVID-related health threats while you're on the road. Later in this edition of the podcast, we'll also be talking with you about Healthy Trucking of America and how you can get connected to the information and resources provided through HTA. Right now, it's time to hand it off to Nicole Dreisky in her feature interview with Dr. C.K. Babcock on this edition of the Highway to Health podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. I am so delighted to introduce our guest today, Dr. C.K. Babcock. He is a leading doctor of pharmacology and a professor at Marshall University in West Virginia. He was director of clinical services for Fruth Pharmacy, and he's been involved in developing many clinical programs, including diabetes education and immunization. Well, I love the part of his bio where it said his heart is in education, and he is here today to help us get some more current and real information on COVID-related threats to our health on the road and what we can do about them. So, CK, welcome again. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you got started in pharmacology. (laughs) Good morning, Nicole. I got started in pharmacy. I enjoyed school, and they said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to find a way to help older patients. I got grass for all the old people in my neighborhood, and they said, said, why don't you go to pharmacy school? And I said, okay, I'll do that. He said, you can help us with our medicine. So that's really why I got started. Along the way, I decided to take up diabetes as a mantra because I had so many people in my family and friends who had diabetes that I wanted to learn about it and help them, and got rolled into vaccines because... When you really look at life, vaccines are huge for helping people. I love to see what they can do, how one little poke in the arm can make life better for you later. They have one major side effect. They let you live without being sick, which I think is great. I'm a fan of that one. So you went into teaching, and how does that connect to your work in immunization? Oh, well, that's a great question. So not only do diabetes immunizations, I mean, I'm a big fan and advocate for years. And when I became an instructor, I actually switched over to the world of harm reduction, where we actually help people to try to reduce disease in our community. That goes right along with immunizations. And I work with our local health department. In working with our health department, working on immunizations and being on the front line of COVID has really put me out there and helped me to make sure that I stayed up to date. And I've always got new students, so we're trying to keep up the latest studies and all those types of things. And I'm always trying to make sure we're taking the best care of our community that we can. So the education is really about taking good care of your community. Love that. So we know that the trucking community faces a lot of common health and chronic conditions. Well, one of your central ones, diabetes, then obesity, fatty liver, COPD. But CK, we've been told that COVID is more dangerous for those with those specific problems. But how does COVID work in the body to create potentially larger health threats for individuals? Individuals who already have diabetes and fatty liver and COPD. Can you impact that for me? Nicole, that is a great question. And the first thing I want to tell you is you just mentioned a lot of things that are so prominent in all Americans, especially in our trucking community, because, I mean, they live such a fast-paced life where they're on the road all the time. But when you're looking at diabetes, COPD, fatty liver, obesity, and arthritis, 
Those are the ones I think of automatically in my head. All of those diseases have one thing in common, and that's inflammation. When your body starts inflaming itself, that's when you get in trouble. The worst thing about it is COVID-19 causes inflammation in the body. And that's why all these diseases have been worse for people when they got COVID. The interesting thing, we all thought that asthma was going to be terrible because asthma is usually an inflammatory disease too. But it turns out that asthma did not have nearly the trouble that many of the other inflammatory diseases such as diabetes had. And we don't know why yet. We're still trying to figure that out. But we do know that people with diabetes have a worse time than people with asthma, which is shocking. And what it seems that inflammation does, CK, is to increase your susceptibility to COVID and the severity. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. As you get all this inflammation, it just makes COVID worse. And it gives COVID a better chance to attack your body. Actually, it gives COVID a better chance to make you attack your own body is really what inflammation is. So it makes your body attack itself. It really is the cause of all the problems people have. And the vaccine stops that, correct? Oh, well, that's the great thing about the vaccine. It really does cut it back dramatically. It may not stop it for everybody. Some people who are vaccinated do get infected. However, it reduces the inflammation that's caused from the disease. Just read a new study this morning that just came out. It looks like unvaccinated people between March and April of 2022 were 17 times higher risk of dying compared to vaccinated people. That's Way awful. too much. Yeah. Way, way too, too much. much. I don't want to see people having trouble like that. No, and we certainly don't want to see them die, and we already hit that million mark. So, CK, you have an extensive background in immunization. I love to say, poke in the arm will make you better. But let's talk about (laughs) vaccines in general. What do they do? How do they work? And can you explain it to me in a simple way so I can explain it to my three-year-old niece? (laughs) Yes, that's always my goal, because I've never considered myself to be a genius. I'm one of those people I like to make it simple. If you can't explain it to a three-year-old, you shouldn't be talking about it. What vaccines do is they prepare your body for that infection. So they give it something to look for. Your body starts looking for that and then it responds better when it sees it. So that you're talking about the infecting microbes, whatever they are. Yeah, it just starts looking for it and then it's more prepared to attack it when it comes. And that's exactly what it does. It preps up your immune system and it gives you a better chance of fighting it off. That's all a vaccine does. Yeah, the engine analogy, it's priming us. It's priming the whole body. Yeah, you got it. And everybody complains a little bit about vaccines. Nobody likes to be poked in the arm. Let's be honest, it's a sore arm for a day or two. And with the COVID Mm -hmm. shot, it might even make three days. You get a little sore there. But in all honesty, it's not a big deal. It's a poke in the arm. And it's just soreness. It's going to get better. It's a whole lot better than running a chance of dying or sharing a disease with one of your family or friends that you don't want them to have either. I'm a fan. I got to be a fan, and it took me a while because, for me, it took so long when everything started. I had 80-year-olds and 90-year-olds in my direct care, plus people with real obesity issues. So I was scrambling trying to get them access, and now access is better, isn't it? It's got to be better. Well, it's everywhere. To be honest with you, I mean, we've had clinics close because nobody's coming to get their vaccines. Well, is that good or is that bad? Well, it could be good if we were all vaccinated. We all talk about this thing called herd immunity. I like to talk about herd immunity, and that means when so many people are vaccinated in communities that the disease can't spread. Well, the number for that, for almost any disease, is above 90%. It's probably closer to 95. And actually, it's probably closer to 97 for COVID-19. So we really need everybody you know to be vaccinated. Let's hold that thought because we've got to take a really quick break, and we will be back right after that. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. You can learn more about the information and resources available from HTA by visiting the organization's website, 
HealthyTruck.org. That web address again is HealthyTruck.org. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health and hear more perspective and features from Nicole Dreisky, we would like to invite you to join Nicole on the Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. Nicole and the Highway to Health are featured each Tuesday for one hour between 8 and 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The Dave Nemo Show is also available on demand through the Sirius XM app. Now, folks, let's get you back to Nicole and this edition of the Highway to Health podcast sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We're back with C.K. Babcock, who is an expert in immunization, and he is helping us understand just how vaccines help us. Okay, C.K., the big dog in the vaccination kennel right now seems to be COVID. And call me stupid, but I'm getting confused. I know folks who got their free flu shots every year, (laughs) and suddenly they're asking me, gosh, are vaccines safe? And I'm like, why are you asking me that? Because you got it every year up till now. So what is going on with what folks are thinking about vaccines in America? And what's it like in West Virginia? What are they thinking? That is a great question, Nicole. A great question. Before I get into that specific beast, that controversial topic, and I want to ask you a question, sure. and I would like to know, when is the last time you saw somebody with chicken pox or diphtheria uh, or the measles? Yeah. I was too. I had it with my mama. She was very young. It's yeah. been a while. And why do you think those diseases are gone? I'm going to hazard a guess that it might be immunization. <laughs> <laughs> We've required kids to get these vaccines for so many years. It literally eradicated the diseases. Let's talk about rubella. In 1964, mm-hmm. two and a half million cases of rubella happened on the United States. In 2019, there were six. Now, rubella itself, but congenital rubella syndrome actually Mm -hmm. causes people to have mental problems for the rest of their life. In 1964, 30,000 people had congenital rubella syndrome. It destroyed the lives of 30,000 people just because we didn't have a vaccine yet. And now that we do, we don't have that problem anymore. It's amazing. I look at Haemophilus influenza B that in the 80s, we had about 20,000 kids a year who got Haemophilus influenza B, and a lot of them ended up with hearing damage for the rest of their life or other problems for the rest of their life. Those yes. are 20,000 kids that don't have those problems anymore, man, all because right. of a little vaccine. Now, like I said, a little poke in the arm. That's really what it is. It's a poke in the arm and a fever for a couple of days. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. That's why I'm a big fan. When you look at the reduction that all these vaccines have done for eons, and just like you said, I know so many people who've had their vaccines, and now they're questioning it. And the question is why? I think it's anytime there's change, we all get freaked out a little bit. We all start looking at conspiracy theories. And, and, and especially mandated change. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Mandated change makes us matter. We're Americans, and by yeah. golly, we ain't putting up with that. I understand that totally. But the funny thing is, I look back at the Salk vaccine for polio. Before it was even proven, people were lining up begging for that vaccine. There were lines of people for hours to get a vaccination. The reason for that is because they saw what polio could do. I think we had that with the COVID vaccine. I had lots of people in lines for the clinics I was doing early because they had seen their friends and family get sick and end up in the hospital and die. In the ICU. But the other thing is that not complying with recommendations, which is a huge obstacle to healing and to the effective practice of medicine. (laughs) It's been there for a century, CK. This is not new. It's been out there for a century, and doctors worldwide have been trying to understand the phenomenon. So you got to do what you got to do to get better. I think we're all used to having high cholesterol, and we're all used to having diabetes and all these Hmm. diseases. 
that are chronic long-term diseases. And we know those things. And we know that we go see the doctor. And every time we go see the doctor, they tell us the same thing. You need to eat better and you need to exercise. Most of the time, we choose to take the pills instead. The truth is that the diet and the exercise for COVID vaccine is really take the vaccine. That's all it is. We all know that if we would eat a little better, I'm in that category too, Nicole. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. I want people to know that. The truth is, if I would eat better and I would do more activity, I have no doubt that my body would be in better shape. And literally, the vaccine is like taking the medicine. Just take the vaccine, and it literally prevents problems from happening. You're seven times more likely to be hospitalized if you're not vaccinated. We know your chance of having severe illness and dying is much higher. And we also know that the chances of long COVID, we're talking about all these long-term diseases like diabetes and arthritis, fatty liver, all those things. But long COVID seems to be a long-term disease, too. And your chances of long COVID are cut in half by taking the vaccine almost in half. Well, what steps can professional yeah. long-haul drivers take to protect themselves from well, the potential long-term negative effects of COVID? Vaccines are the number one thing. Yeah. Vaccines are by far the number one thing. The number two thing is they're traveling across the country and hopping from truck stop or from stop where they're delivering place to place. So they have an opportunity to really help stop the spread by wearing a mask when they're in public. And I know it looks kind of embarrassing. I wear them when I'm in public, too. It looks embarrassing and people give you funny looks. But I promise you, if you'll do it, you'll protect those around you and you'll protect yourself and your family and friends. It's just another layer of protection. Can I ask you a question about which I've read something because it's an easy add-on? But adequate vitamin D levels, whether through supplementation or moderate sun exposure, this is what the study I was looking at was saying it can act as a neuroprotective against the brain effects of COVID-19. Is that true? There are some beliefs of that. We don't have exact proof, but there are some early signs that there may be some truth in that. We have figured out that it actually travels through what they call your olfactory nerve, Mm -hmm. which is why so many people lose taste and smell. smell. Because the virus likes to travel up that nerve to get to your brain. And that's what we found out. So it's not a bad idea to have your vitamin D up higher to a normal level. Low vitamin D levels don't feel good anyway. (laughs) What about boosters? I've been vaccinated. Why do I need a booster? And I'm not playing dumb, CK. I actually had to explain this to my 90-year-old stepdad, and I want to hear your answer. That's a great question. What I will tell you is the booster makes your immune system kick it up a notch again, and it gives you almost double the protection that you have if you don't get the booster. Remember, we're learning as this happens. So we didn't know you needed another vaccine six months after the first one. I have a belief that in five years, when they have a COVID-19 series, it won't Mm -hmm. be considered a booster. It'll be considered like the hepatitis B vaccine where you get one first shot and then you get another one a month later and you get another one five months after that. That's the normal series for hepatitis B for the mm-hmm. three-day series. It'll probably be very similar for COVID. So COVID is double the protection from the booster. And yeah. do boosters really help slow the mutation of the virus? Is that a thing? I'm really oh, interested in that. Absolutely. All vaccines slow the mutation of the virus because it allows your body to fight it faster and it prevents some people from getting it in the first place. So it's going to stop the virus from being able to replicate. And every time the virus replicates, it runs another chance of a variant. So literally, you keep hearing about all these new variants of the COVID virus. Well, the truth is the vaccine prevents variants. That's another reason we want it out there. All right. So let's talk about our families. What about our family members who are really opposed to the vaccine? You don't know me all that well, but I've got veterans in my family. I've got a really far-reaching family, family, people on different sides of the COVID fence. So how can we start a conversation with our loved ones about the vaccine? I mean, staying away from weddings and funerals because that's when family emotions are already high. But how do we start that conversation? 
I always say the best thing we can do is let them know we got vaccinated and we did it for them. I got vaccinated because I wanted to protect you. It starts a conversation. They usually look at you a little funny. And they're going, really? And you say, yeah, because realize the vaccine prevents me from spreading it. Right. Thank you so much, CK. We are going to use some of this information and I am going to use it personally. And guys, remember, if you have questions, ask your doctor. If you want more information, visit vaccines.gov. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And we would also like to invite you to visit HealthyTruck.org, the website for Healthy Trucking of America. HealthyTruck.org is filled with information and resources that can help make your travels down our nation's roads and highways a healthier one. Be sure to check back with us each Friday for the latest episodes of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, also has another podcast from Healthy Trucking of America that will be coming your way each Tuesday, beginning May 10th. Be sure to check out the Healthy Trucking Podcast, which again debuts on May 10th. Now, folks, you can find all the podcasts being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. You can listen to us by downloading the Pod Wheels app, which is available in the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can also listen to all the episodes being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through our website, podwheels.net. Now, folks, we've got one last item to pass along to everybody. You can now catch up with the Highway to Health podcast on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. And when you find our podcast, we would ask that you take a moment and subscribe to the Highway to Health. You'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. The Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America, is a production of Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo.